electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. Market Moving Insight and Analysis. Join Jim Cramer, David Faber, and me, Carl Quintanilla, on the opening bell hour of CNBC's Squawk on the Street. Good Thursday morning. Welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm Carl Quintanilla with Jim Cramer, David Faber at Post 9 of the New York Stock Exchange. Pre-market mostly red here after the Dow did snap a three-day losing streak. Got some cross-currents at work. Oil lowest since August, but long-term yields are higher after claims come in light. 207,000. Five Fed speakers today. Our roadmap begins with the drop in oil coming off their biggest one-day slide in 2023. Plus the Ozempic effect. Walmart saying it's seeing a slight pullback for certain food products because cause of those weight loss drugs. And Disney's dismal run, the stock's back below 80 bucks a share, its lowest level since October 2014. Let's begin with the drop in oil prices. WTI on pace for the worst week since March, Jim. We got down to 82.35 this morning. Uh, yesterday, biggest drop since May. I know. I mean, the Department of Energy numbers were weak. The uh, gasoline numbers were weak, the lowest, what, since 1996. When you speak to the chieftains of the oil companies, they just want to stand there and buy the shares because they don't think that this is the right market. They think that the higher price is the right market. David, I look at what's happened with oil and I say, if you have retail weakness, if you have uh, fewer people, obviously you know, people from student loans, which turns to be a very big number, Fewer people going places. Obviously, there's going to be a backup in gasoline, but I think that this price is actually real. I understand that the oil companies want to buy back stock, but the oil stocks never went up as much as the oil price. No, but when you say this price is real, what do you mean? Well, I mean, I don't think the 94.95. Oh, I see. You think they ran into resistance, and and there were a lot of talk that that was a short squeeze when it got that high. Meantime, here was a 235 to the two. Uh, gas prices, meantime, uh, lowest since the end of July. Yes. And if you look at uh, front month futures of our Bob, implies maybe another 12% down. I think it's possible. Look, when you got up to $6 in California, that's a really high price. You know, we keep getting this strapped consumer. There's natural gas. What? Natural Just gas. In case also, you want to, no, that's in case you want to look at it. No, that's natural gas broke through three. I, I, yeah. I try to do a piece on the, for the investing club saying why well, you should buy Kotara, which is a natural gas company with a dollar per. Dollars. So they make two dollars. Yeah. Nobody cares. They're like, what do you think that these there's, there's leakage? Right. But that's a real number. The back gas number is a real number. And there's uh, there's gas. Yeah. What are Bob? Yeah. What What are you trying to say? Are Bob? You call me are Bob? <laughs> <laughs> I think, look, I just think it's a very subjective thing. I think the oil companies would stand there and buy stock back because their, their stocks are not expensive. David Exxon put out some numbers yesterday that were pretty good. Nobody cares. No. What? Why don't they? Well, because this is a very binary market. They're referring the market. to the earnings considerations we got from Exxon? Yeah, yeah but I mean, say it's a binary market. You know, two weeks ago, Exxon would have gone through the roof. Now we, you know, this market has is got mood problems, obviously. It's got a, it's not schizophrenia. It's not that strong. It's just got, um, it needs Xanax. It doesn't need, you know, Zyprexa. Know but I mean? to your point, the, the stocks turned around before the uh, underlying commodity, didn't they? Well, the, what, in this last leg? Yeah, just this last leg. Yes, they did. 
Uh, they were forward-looking, but they yeah, look. Chevron well, never went back to where it was supposed to be at ninety-five dollars. Ninety-five dollars. Chevron kind of languished, but I bet you Mike Worth's in there buying stock hand over fist today. Well, I that goes back to the, they'd rather do that than put it into new production. Well, I mean, they look. They they want higher for longer. Everybody wants higher for longer, except for the people who take those efforts. People who want Ozempic want lower low, for longer. Lower for longer. Higher we'll, for longer. We'll, we'll, I, that's we, my, I just got my no huddle. Higher we, for longer versus lower for longer. We will get that. We will get to that. Don't you worry. Yeah. My jacket. All right. I don't like the way my jacket's flying up. Mm. Meantime, a uh, big part of the discussion this morning on Squawk was whether OPEC can stand for this and whether we should expect them to respond to some of these lower prices now. They're a fraud. I mean, they've got, they talked it. They talked it up. One million, one million, one million. But they don't realize, by the way, oil production for us has actually increased in the last few months. Quietly, David, people say that we have been increasing. We have been increasing. Back to 12.3, 12.4. That's the all-time so, highs, right? Yes, yeah. back to all-time highs. In terms of daily production. Yes, so therefore, we are not holding back. But there's a dispute. I mean, when the refiners have this gap where they don't lower the price of gasoline at the pump as quickly as they buy, Buy, they tend to be short-term buys. So I like Marathon P, MPC. Mm-hmm. I, Halliburton, by the way, was at $42 uh, a few weeks ago. It's now at 37 signaling once again what you were saying, which is there's not more drilling. But what they're doing is they're getting more out of each well. Right. And they're drilling deeper. They're drilling 2,000. You know, did you see these? They're like drilling. They're drilling to the center of the earth. <laughs> um, all right. How about other stuff? Anything oh, else? Okay, I guess we dollar, lost that idea. Dollar, well, treasuries. Hey, let me tell you. I mean, enough with oil. Five I went minutes to on oil is enough. What do you want, like, God. other oh, stuff? I'm going to start looking at my phone. You guys go ahead. I'm just... What do you want? What do, what, what do you want? Like a comedy routine or something? Sure, I always like a comedy Legendary routine. Legendary Wall Street funny man? You got one for me? Yeah, no, I actually have substance. I, I think that it's time to talk about some of the earnings we had because they were significant. ConAgra, for instance, I have them on tonight. Uh, this is what you're going to start seeing from some of these food companies that have food that I think is not necessarily good for you. They don't get the top line growth. That's Walmart. They still get the bottom line growth because they know how to cut expenses. They know how to make more money. But will the street want bottom line or will they want top line? And I think the street likes top line, which oddly enough is Lamb Wesson, probably the worst thing for you, which is French fries. So there's a lot of uh, incoherent stuff, even though Walmart has clearly, when you talk to Walmart, they're saying, listen, it is happening. Jim's referring to this comment yesterday about uh, the GLP-1s where they are seeing slightly smaller baskets, slightly smaller uh, calories uh, sold, uh, fewer units. And this has been a theme you've been working on for, I would say, a couple months now. What I think it's interesting is is that unless you're taking something to lower your blood pressure, uh, or diabetes, the the insurance companies are very low to pay. So you do have a lot of people paying a couple G's a month out of pocket. But those are people who are not thinking whether they should have Twinkies or not. Those are people who want to look better. But if you're trying to lower your blood pressure, do give it to them. Because they got to get blood pressure down. Because, David, those people die. And that's bad. They go to the hospital, they have heart attacks, and they die. And that's bad. That is bad. Uh, we've been talking a lot about these drugs. We've talked about it every day, as we should. And obviously the headline we're keying off of today is that kind of strange one where Walmart is saying, hey, we're starting to see some people at least buy a bit less. Um, article today in the journal as well. Right. Same That's questions that piece. we've been raising and frankly asking of CEOs, including Kellanova's CEO, 
Steve Cahill who was with us earlier this week with the split. You were right. raising this many times when for we talked real? both about Kellogg. Because it's for real. The cereal company now and the snack food company will consumers, particularly those who are on these weight loss drugs, represent a significant part of the population that no longer feels like they have to buy Pringles. Uh, I think we asked him that kind of question. Here's what he had to say. Oh, you have tape? We don't know the penetration that these drugs will get. We don't know longitudinally what happens with consumer behavior. We know what people are saying they're doing in terms of, uh, you know, changing their the uh, their diets and so forth. But you know, it's just way too early to tell. We'll watch it. We'll understand exactly who's going to be on it. But then, very importantly, understanding what, if anything, behaviorally changes over a period of time. Yeah. And it's just it's just far too early to to forecast this as a headwind, in, in our opinion. I don't. I disagree with that, and I really like him. I like what he's doing. Fifty uh, percent of the people in the country diet at the beginning of the year. They use diet and, ex- and exercise. There is no data that indicates that diet and exercise works, and that's why these drugs are being prescribed for people who have failed diet and exercise. And that is a very serious finding by the doctors. Very serious, because what it says is if you can't lose weight through what we thought was the way to lose weight, diet and exercise. We have no choice. So anybody thinks these drugs, I mean, these drugs are very brand new. And by the way, can I just tell you, there is no, uh, there, no there's well, a shortage everywhere well, for these and drugs. And where are we in terms of health, uh, health insurers paying and the government being willing you to would, pay? I mean, we think long term there may be a benefit you take, because it will prevent uh, other diseases correct. from taking place, which will cost even more to, to, uh, to deal with. That said, these things are expensive. Well, it's not private pay if you have high blood pressure that can't go down. It's not private pay if you have sleep apnea. It's not private pay if you drink too much. It's certainly not private pay if you take, have diabetes. Uh, if you take a drug that raises your weight, then it's not private pay. Now, that comes to about 40% of America. Did the numbers yesterday from Manjaro, of which, by the way, try to find Manjaro, CVS, Walgreens. You can't find it. No, only sure go. The Wagovi truck. It's like, you know, You've, it's kind of like TV sets. The, the Wells Fargo wagon? Yeah, they, they, yeah. They, you know, it's you, like, you, hey, listen, the Wagovi truck's coming. We can, like, steal from it. You referred to the Wagovi truck. This is there's a, there's well, no Wagovi no, truck. There is Wagovi trucks. They just, they're not marked Wagovi on the side. Hey, you know, it fell can we, off. Can we find out where they are? It's like, like the Easter Bunny just comes and throws it to the, right, to the right. crowd. It's like, here you go. Yes, I yes. Mean, is, is there going to be a Jesse James of no, Wagovi it, trucks? It, like? it, it's probably like Mardi Gras. It's like Mardi Gras. Here's Wagovi. Here's Wagovi. No. Munjaro is in huge shortage. David Ricks is going to do everything he can. He's opened one plant. He's got another plant coming. This Eli Lilly. Understood. But Monjaro is impossible to find, and Wagovi is easier to find, but not what, but wasn't last week. All right. Well, if you need some, you let me know. I may have a guy. You have a guy? I might have a guy. You don't have a guy. Yeah, you know, I may have a guy. Your guy's got the expired stuff. Yeah, probably. Yeah, he's got the stuff that was never refrigerated. Okay. I'll tell you something. That's, that's possible, too, but, you know, yeah, just stuff case, puts weight know, on. You let me know. So I'm guessing, Jim, you think the impact on, we talked about Hershey. So big. Medtronic. Striker. What's next? Uh, Planet Fitness and well, Peloton? I think, Resmed, I think Planet Fitness is, well, it's, I'll tell you, they're going to get overdone, isn't it? I mean, I, again, I've been talking about this for a we're few months they, now. All these hedge fund one. managers looking to short these names. Well, no, they, they, they're down it's a been, lot already. It's been self-fulfilling. No, it's like, look, Smucker would tell you. We don't really have the data. No, Smucker would tell you that you buy Hostess, right? Now, the people who buy Hostess are not spending $2,000 a month uh, getting uh, Majora. Okay. They're not buying Twinkies and then saying, hey, what? You know what? You know why they're not buying Twinkies? Well, there are people who just are, uh, don't really care about this, and they like their cheat day, they like their fattening food. 
And then there are people who are trying to get the blood pressure down. And it's your, let's say you're 150 over 90. All right. Well, and you take all the vast and you take all the different blood pressure drugs. and It's not working. So they give you this. Smucker's reacting, that stock is reacting yeah. to not a great Lamb quarter. Lamb just sold a, a lot of French fries. Well, okay, it's a little, it, it's case by case. A lot of French fries. I know, look, and I was, you know what's Lamb the worst thing you can eat in market cap is a I French fry. Spun it off in 2016. Uh, McDonald's, we, we didn't mention the I, 10% div hike. I know, I mean, McDonald's is more going to be a 10% on French fries. Okay, do you get my point that I the do. people who I buy do. French fries in in the shop, in, in, in you know, when they go to the department, they go to the convenience store, when they go to grocery, those are people who are not saying, they're not, there's like two, I don't want to say there's two class people because then David will really be after me like he was with the jury duty. Oh, yes. But there are people who don't necessarily care about their weight because they want great taste. And then there are people who want things that are less filling. Where's Bob Euchre? <laughs> Speaking of, speaking of beer, uh, you had Molson on last night, well, right? They're talking other things, more Molson beer category. Had, they had great numbers. Now there, they had good numbers going into the fracas with, with Bud Light. Now they have great numbers, incredibly fast growing. By the way, Constellation reported this morning, it's a travel trust name. They reported great numbers, but the conference call doesn't start until 10. And wine and spirits weren't good. Now, wine and spirits are a problem. Because they are directly in the in the uh, crosshairs of Munjaro. In the line of fire, too. Although yes. there's no... Oh, there's see, no, the stock is down. The stock is no always s- down. They Jim. report the quarter. Then they have the conference call. Then they come on tonight. And then the stock goes up tomorrow. So go ahead. Blast it down to 240. Take it to 247. The same kinesis. On this idea that, uh, that these weight loss drugs are going to impact people's uh, taste for alcohol, there's no studies yet to support that, it's are being, there? It's being done right now, the right. two-drink study. It... To people who think two drinks a night are uh, not doing that under the study so far. They're studying everything. Sleep apnea and blood pressure. They're studying everything. I know, as they should be. Now, David, I, I think you're probably the correctly skeptical that everybody uh, could be on these. But the, and there be, I'm sure there was someone saying that people are ideating. Well, you know, there's always going to be people who ideate when they take drugs. But the side effects are so minimal so far. So far. What do you got there? I'm just looking at look, things that are uh, coming look, in from the people look, out, when out Walmart, there. I mean, when I, you know, when I checked in with Walmart yesterday, I thought for sure I would get, are you kidding? These things just came out. Or how did you? We have no read. Instead, I got, yes, there's a slight change, but we're watching. I mean, you know, so you can, you can have Kellogg, and I like Kellogg, but you can't argue with Walmart. Walmart is... That's gospel. Is the population on the drug as a percentage of Walmart's overall customer base that big? That's what's shocking, because it's not. It's not. I mean, that's why there's also uh, a move younger people don't buy. Younger people, by the way, are not drinking much uh, brown and clear alcohol. The, the, The group 21 to 24 has cut back, and the 21 to 24 has cut back on bad food. The, the 45 to 55, no, 21, it, 21 to 24 is cut back on, on, on impulse bad food. And they're not all, they're not, they're not you know, remember, that they're, they're, they're not Munjaro. This they're is, just people who cut back. Yeah, this is, uh, we should listen to that. Uh, this is what Molson told you about the overall move yeah. uh, toward health and wellness. Take a listen. We're moving beyond beer. We're moving into non-alcoholic products, whether those are energy drinks, whether they're non-alcoholic beers. In fact, one of our... Bigger innovations, which I think is going to be a big deal for us, is the launch of 
of Blue Moon Non-Elk, which we're bringing um, in uh, December, just in time for, for dry January. And I think that's going to play right into that space. Into that, uh, space. Uh, and when I talked to Gavin after CEO, they're not even clear exactly when non-alcohol beer started tasting as good as alcohol beer, but they recognize it and they know they have to have it and they think it's going to be as hot. The hottest seller, non-alcohol beer. Hmm. And you get it. You don't, by the way, you do not ask for it uh, by can or bottle. You ask for it in a glass so no one knows it's N.A. It's called N.A. N.A. N-A. Or non-alc, as he said. Yeah. Right? yeah. And David, I know that these things have no interest in you whatsoever. But uh, non-alcohol beer is the thing right now at the big uh, liquor stores. Okay. I didn't know that. I learn something every day here. That's, that's, Do not patronize me. I'm not. I'm being honest with you. I learn every day from you, Jim. Do you know what someone said last night, a major CEO? What? Said, does he think you're a legendary Wall Street funny man? Is that can't be sure. You could be. Take a look at the pre-market here. We'll see if we can open a little bit above uh, the flat line, although it doesn't look good at the moment. Talk more about bonds, what it's going to take to stem this sell-off as we got two, st- two tens, 29 basis points today. That's the smallest inversion since March. Back in a minute. What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration. Our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with PGIM, a leading global asset manager. This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. So you need a business partner just like you. Like FedEx, who understands your passion for serving your customers because they have the same commitment towards you. That's why FedEx offers you picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. What's more, FedEx Ground is faster to more locations than UPS Ground. Trust FedEx for timely deliveries. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx. All right, we got uh, a little less than eight minutes before we get to an opening bell on this Thursday. Man, the week's going by. Oh, amazing. Yeah, it is amazing, isn't and it? Every that's day. That's why I want to talk about Ford. Okay, tell me. Okay, why? there is some movement uh, between Ford and the UAW, and Ford is trying to prove that they really aren't the same as the others. GM fired a huge number of uh, United Auto Workers in the last, uh, I don't know, in the last decade, and but Ford didn't. And Ford's actually moved a lot of UAW workers from temporary to full, which is the only way to get them within the contract that they're operating under, more money. So I know that Ford felt a little upset that Biden uh, joined that picket line. But at the same time, Ford is seeing some movement by Fain. David, I have a feeling that if Fain doesn't come to the table, Fain being, of course, the the man who runs the UAW. I have a feeling that, David, if they don't come to the table soon, Mexico will be involved. How soon? couple of weeks. And you can, how quickly could they move manufacturing no, of certain things? they already things? have manufacturing. So what, is, what does that mean when you say Mexico's in play? Explain well, okay. what you mean. So you have plants, say you have plants in, in Mexico. Yes. You can add on to them very easily. You can't do Greenfield. 
I mean, it took Mercedes-Benz huge, huge numbers. But if you have an existing plan, it's not, you it's can not add as difficult to, to add That's on. That's the way you can do it. And by the way, you know, the companies are very worried. The Remember, there's a big, it's not just the 146,000 UAW workers. We're now starting to see some original equipment suppliers really get hurt. The layoffs are starting. Uh, I find the president, uh, look, for, hate him or love him, joining the picket line may have been a very big mistake because that hardened Fain hardened the UAW, which then hardened the auto companies. And until if he hadn't come there, I think that there probably would have been a deal. Yeah. Uh, that was well, not a great move. If you wanted, wants to be if you favored work, if you favored workers, yeah, you're right. If you favored workers away from the UAW, it's not a great move by the president. I wouldn't be surprised if he softened his line. If, you got, if he has horse sense, I don't know if he has horse sense. We'll keep an eye on shares of Ford, of course, uh, as we get you ready for an opening bell that's about six minutes from now. Don't forget, you can catch us anytime and anywhere to listen to and follow the Squawk on the Street opening bell podcast. We're back after this. This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. That's why FedEx offers you picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. FedEx Ground service is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively, FedEx. Yields have been uh, crisscrossing uh, the flat line this morning, at least relative to the prior day. Ten-year back to 471. Bunch of people have weighed in uh, this week. Jim, uh, Clarida yesterday, Bill Gross saying maybe a little oversold here now. Right. Boy, I heard someone just blast Gross this morning. Uh, saying just dead wrong. I, I come back and say, well, look, the interest rates, your rates went uh, up very substantially after we got the jobless numbers, and they've come all the way back. Uh, I continue to believe that what you have to watch is oil, because I, I said the other day, I mean, come on, if oil let us up, how can we uh, dismiss oil now? There, you know, there are people out there, and My- Michael Semmels has done some fabulous work on this, who are just saying, listen, the deficit has just destroyed us. And by the way, the deficit, it's not as much the uh, Biden plans that drove money in the economy. It's really just the interest, the amount of interest that we have. But there is no doubt about it in my mind that uh, that oil going down is, a, is people are just saying, is a measurement of the economy being weaker. weaker. And the tre- treasuries are trading like they used to on, on the economy. We have, obviously, a very, very important job number tomorrow. But the, the fear that I hear that we are finally in the stages that the government is going to have a hard time financing the deficit, well, you know, look, they can finance it. Uh, it is just a matter of whether there are buyers. And, David, we have some natural buyers of bonds who actually think that they're right. Yes, we're going to have to find a lot of them. And most likely within our borders, uh, more so than right, in the past. Right, because China's dumping. We've Some all learned China's about term dumping, premium, right? Or not learn, but we've been hearing a lot about that of late. Right, but I'm just saying that the, I don't buy the, we finally got the existential crisis. I mean, if Moody's downgrades are dead, yes, yeah, so rates, the 10 year old. I don't, I don't think this is the existential crisis. No, I'm saying these people could come on our air and you want to hide. It's, it's like, it's like well, the Cuban Missile Crisis with these people. I agree. There are some, even some notes out from Mike Wilson, for example, and uh, people who work with him saying yes. Yeah, and I'm just not Equities are in deep, deep trouble because we've right. lost control of, yeah. I mean, I'm not buying the lost control scenario. I do buy the fact that uh, oil may have gone up too far and then and interest rates therefore went up too much with oil. That's a very 
get the best screen thinking. It's never hurt. We always try to outsmart the market. Sometimes the best screen thinking works. Well, as Leesman said the other day, those who think they can time stocks, we'll see how well you can time bonds. Right, right. Uh, let's get the opening bell here in the CNBC Real-Time Exchange. The big board, it's ProShares, celebrating the recent listings of three crypto-linked ETFs at the NASDAQ uh, Thai New York, an entrepreneur's hip organization. Uh, Barclays, though, this morning, Jim, we can think of one scenario where bonds rally materially, and that's if risk assets fall sharply in the coming weeks. I know. Absent that, we there's... We need a crash of stock. There's no sustained bond The stock market is so small. I thought that that piece was in, uh, intriguing, but the stock market is teeny tiny versus bonds, so don't give me that. That's, I mean, come on, look at the size of these markets. What I thought was most interesting, gold's been down, 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 and yet Costco, this gold program, is on fire. Where they're selling bars, you mean? Yeah, selling bars, and Costco had some good numbers last night. Can it go up again on the good numbers? I think Costco, David, remains very strong as a place that people want value. Uh, there's continual pressure on the Target stock, Home Depot, Lowe's, because people say that their traffic's not been that good. At a certain point, things should stop going down on the same news over and over. We know traffic's not that good. So, why, I mean, this, it's not like they've been hacked, a la Clorox. Right, right. Speaking of stocks, though, going down, and we've talked a lot, we just talked about the 10-year. What is next era? Yes, I'm going to get there. And and not just next era or next era energy, but even the Verizons of the world. Oh, help me there, will you? Every portfolio manager, every algorithm out there, I guess, every... all the CTAs, they've been going through every balance sheet, looking at the average weight of maturities, who has a lot of debt, when do you need to refinance that debt, and if you're going to do so in this higher rate environment, what is it going to mean in terms of your interest costs and therefore your ability to continue to pay, for example, your dividend. Verizon moving up today in part because we have seen yields settle down just a bit, but you can see the damage that's been done, and it's not just Verizon stock, which is down. 20% 20% this year, and we what talked is, about this. What is DirecTV worth if they're selling at ATT? DirecTV is not worth a lot. No? No. Will you get that stupid dish off my house? Because now I use. I mean, it's still got subscribers, I DirecTV. TV, I got the. Um, but ATT shares have also YouTube, been down. YouTube. They've been down as 20% this year, again, coming back a bit. But we talked about this earlier in the week, Jim, dividends. But then you look at some of the utilities. Oh. NE. And NEP, for example. Let me know what's happening. Uh, and, and he, I, what's happening really is that, uh, you know, again, you take a look at, I mean, look at that thing. Uh, I can give you God. a little specifics on that, um, which is that they've got, let me see, uh, I'm talking $5.4 billion of debt, average weighted maturity, 3.6 years, and, you know, and some other structured preferreds as well. And so you've got people targeting some of these names, looking at, okay, what's their ability going to be to actually right. continue to, uh, you know, refinance at what level, what are interest costs going to be, how's that going to eat into a potential dividend, and, that's, and then you've got these yields soaring. For NEE, which is the largest utility, right? I mean, a $100 billion Michigan. company. It's more the same story we've seen with many utilities, which, and you brought this up earlier this week. What's going to be the, you know, you're in the market financing, right. and what are your costs going to be, and how is that going to impact your ability to continue to return share, uh, uh, capital to shareholders, which obviously is a key consideration for utility investors. So uh, there's a look at those names. But worth doing, be, uh, worth taking a look at here, because we have seen continued weakness in many 
companies that rely on the debt markets in a significant way to finance their businesses and or have a lot of leverage that is going right. to need to be refinanced, let's call it the next right. and year, who, two years, three okay, years. Okay, so who doesn't need to do that? It's a quiz. It's rhetorical. Drug companies. Drug Eventful. companies. And the drug companies are out. Uh, again, this I don't is think big, I don't think Apple needs to do that. No, but do you know that's interesting? And by the way, they have 130 billion in cash. I think Bob Sunner was talking about this the other day. They're earning a lot more on that now. Well, I think that Chevron's buying back more stock than um, than Apple. Very interesting, huh? They're buying back almost two times the rate of Apple. Chevron. Yeah. And yet, uh, Chevron, uh, Chevron doesn't need to do it either. No, but I think what's you know, Carl, when I look at these companies like the drug companies, well, they're not hurt by. Uh, they're, they're not hurt by any weight loss drugs. As a matter of fact, Lily should stocks be up. J&J, there was a recommendation this morning of J&J, and it's working. Uh, so and this is, again, thinking pedestrian. Maybe the economy's weaker, so you buy the drug stocks. That's the way it used to be. <laughs> now, you can't buy the food stocks because we don't know what the, what the weight loss, what Wagovi's doing. But you shift the money over to drug stocks, and they're working. That is a sign that the old days are back. That, oh, okay, so the economy's a little weaker. I'll go by the drug stocks. And I think that we feel like a lot of people feel that the tyranny of the tenure has made people blind opportunity. And I agree with that. I read the J&J piece today, and I said, that makes so much sense. They've managed to get rid of the Ken view, which is slower. Uh, now, I do care tremendously about what's going to happen with the plaintiff's bar. Uh, because I, I don't like the talc situation. But, you know, look yeah. at this. The recommendation it. is working. There you go. AbbVie has a big... Yeah, I don't like Kenview. AbbVie has a very big yield. That's working. Uh, right. I just think that this is like a little bit like the old days, except for they're not buying the food stocks, uh, except for Lamb Weston, which I know you brought up. Yes, Lamb Weston. Let me give you a name that's not working okay, today. Okay, what, what? And it's one that we have uh, talked a bit about lately. In fact, the CEO is on with... Phil LeBeau a couple of days ago. Take a look at Rivian shares. Oh, well, they did um, that stupid R- Rivian. And, and by the way, I'm sorry, you know, Phil asked uh, RJ Scurringe, the CEO, he asked him about right. future funding needs. Will you be able to get to the R2 without having to raise more money conceivably? And the answer, I remember listening, he didn't answer the question. And maybe because he knew they were going to be doing a $1.5 billion uh, green convertible, it's proposed, green convertible <laughs> senior notes offering. Uh, you know, they need to raise as much money as they can. Uh, they have a lot. What, nine billion or something? No, but they've been but they need it. Because they've been when you lose when you lose thirty thousand on every automobile, every truck rolling off the, the, you can the make assembly that up plant. Yes, you can. Right. But it takes a while. And so you want as much cash as you possibly can right. to get you to that point, Jim. And I mean the con- consumption of capital of these kinds of companies is enormous. And we know that. We've talked right. about it. 1.5 billion. These are due uh, senior notes due in 2030. Uh, they do have the opportunity to be redeemed after October 20th, 2027, if in fact um, the last reported sale price per share of Rivian's common stock exceeds 130 percent of the conversion price. But we haven't gotten that yet because they haven't sold this offer. Well, could yet. this be a must situation where people just say, you know what, I'm willing to hold my nose and buy that because he may be the next. Well, no one's the next Elon Musk. I don't want to do that. No, nobody no, is. Sui generous. And, you know, in reading the Isaacson book, you really do get an even better sense of just how focused Musk was all along the way on cost, simplifying, right, right. doing more with less, pushing constantly to reduce complexity. Uh, and just being unrelenting in, in, and mean, uh, but getting it to work. 
and you just wonder, is anybody else really up to that? To the point where they make all so many of their own components as right. well right. Uh, at, uh, at Tesla. So they have that cost advantage. Maybe Rivian will be able to replicate it at some point. There was a period during which Musk and Tesla obviously needed to hit the capital markets constantly. And in part, his ability to do that ensured future success. Well, look, I think that this is one worth watching because uh, there's definitely a love for their, their product. A Rivian. Yeah? Yeah. But look, if you can't make it, there's been a lot of love for a lot of different car companies that have failed. Uh, I, I happen to think that management here is very good, but I am very worried that uh, when you did a convertible like that and the stock goes down like this, that means there's less faith than there was in Elon Musk and, and Tesla after year two. So. Uh, yeah, it was down pre, nine pre-market, a little bit worse than that now. VFS, by the way, reaffirmed for whatever it's worth, their fiscal uh, 23 delivery target. You had GM put a price target on the strike cost for Q3 yeah. at 300 million. And then you had Jonas at Morgan Stanley with this investor survey where he asked, do you expect the D3 to decrease EV spend post-strike? And 57% said yes. As you know, this has the been Detroit his Detroit three. Yeah. Yeah. This has been his take that well, that the strike will bring, I think he said, prosperity through austerity. Well, I do think that you are gonna see, you know, the hybrids are selling very well. That's really good for Ford. I think that they'll cut back if the Congress does not finance all this different debt for the the batteries. Yeah. I think they'll make the batteries in Mexico. Okay. You're fine, you're talking up Mexico. Well we're talking Mexico because Mexico is the nuclear weapon. It's a nuclear option that they've not used with fame. They've, i got to tell you, they've been playing with kick gloves with fame. And they've not gone directly to the rank and file yet, which would be outrageous to fame, but fame does not have a huge mandate. You've, you've pointed that out. Well, you go to the rank and file of Ford. I mean, remember, those people, David, are not making that much right now. Right. And they were being paid 100 Gs at Ford on average, and now they're making, what, 500 a week from the strike fund? Well, there's a disparity there. Meanwhile, Ford stock, I know, Ford stock's been terrible. I'm not going to defend it. Um, don't often go over to France, guys, but I'm huh? going to do that. France? Because of Alstom, which is one of the larger companies. Uh, apparently, train manufacturing is having a rough go. This is, like, this is an important stock over there. I mean, they, they basically had to suspend trading. Uh, in the shares you on the power stock that? exchange. You know who liked that business? Do you remember? Well, they sold the power business to GE, remember? Well, if that wasn't Colt, though. Say again? That wasn't Colt. That was not Colt. That was Inmelt, I believe. That was Inmelt. Take a look. Look at what's going on here, guys. <gasps> this is a real, this is not an insignificant company. Oh, my. And just to give it's you a sense of the, as to it's why. It's one of the biggest employers in France. They had been looking for free cash flow, not be, to be negative, but 40-odd million euros negative. Now, 1.15 billion euro negative uh, is what it came in at. Also, free cash flow in the range of negative 500 to 750 million euros for the full year, where they had been saying previously it would be positive. Uh, it's not pretty. Um, no. Call last night, I'm, I'm looking at some notes, it was uncomfortable, bordering on offensive for some of the analysts who'd recently turned buyers on management's reassurances despite the predominant issue presumably happening throughout the year. Some of it may have to do with uh, uh, combining with uh, Bombardier uh, and or what hasn't gone well there. They flatly ruled out an equity raise and pointed to numerous credit facilities. 
Um, no date, major debt maturities until October of 2026. No covenants. Access to a 2.5 billion euro CP program. But you can see when you get to start to talk about things like that, you know things are not great. Wanted to point that out. We don't often go there, but this is, an, as Jim just said, an important employer as oh, well. Oh, wow. Um, that good. was a big issue when GE bought them, remember? It became an issue to the government. It sure did. That's right. That's right. Exactly. That's when GE bought the, the power generation business. It's devastating. Yeah. yeah. Um, Spain's the strongest country in Europe right now. Spain. Spain. Spain's very strong. Anytime you want to go to Madrid, I'll be there. Well, uh, Banco Santander is awesome doing, doing quite well, and Spain has got tremendous growth. And I, I don't know. I'm just pointing it out. I, I appreciate you doing that. No problem. Costco Spain is very strong. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Black Friday is 50 days away uh, oh, as of right now. We did get some Adobe online holiday forecasts today, Jim. They're looking for growth of 4.8. Um, but a lot of that's going to be on the back of aggressive discounting in Adobe's view. And, of course, they oh. track online pretty well. Yeah. I mean, look, I think that when you read the FTC suit, it's heavily redacted. I mean, you get the sense that you know, Amazon and Walmart could be in charge of this one. So powerful. And they're not... They, they, they can be bad for margins. Now, I know when I spoke to Macy's, Jeff Gannett, Tony Spring think it's going to be a terrific holiday season. Uh, so I, I'm, Why do they think that, Jim? Well, they think that, first of all, uh, they, they think they've got the right merchandise, shifting a little more to Bloomingdale's, but they okay. expect more travel. Okay. Uh, and they, when you have travel, remember, a lot of their, not a plurality, but a big chunk of their sales are, are Herald Square. People visiting right. New York or visiting other places. Right. China, tourists who, right. you know, a lot of people just wish that we were a little bit less hard on China, but there's some more uh, travel coming from China. Is not there? as much, nearly as much as there Nothing's was. Nothing's not there what there was. Oh, the no, wait, it's one you tenth. You see the, the, one dis, tenth. the discounting going on at uh, Disney Parks. Okay, uh, so let's, on the go, wire today, let's go over that. Tickets as low as 50 bucks okay, for, so for kids. Okay, so Florida is definitely weaker. Uh, there's no doubt about it. California's on fire. Uh, China is amazingly strong. The cruise ships are operating full, five crews. So you've got one park that definitely has some weakness, but now this is what's important. It's still better than pre-COVID. So let's not freak out. Okay, but Orlando is weaker. Right. California's, what's very strong. Why is, why is, do any reason why Florida would be? Ours is not the reason why, ours is just to tell the truth. Now what's interesting is that Walt Disney was at 110 the last time we got these numbers when, the 20, 2019 numbers, and these are better than 2019, but nobody cares, because this is what I call a down stock. It is a down stock. Down they had their investor stock. day recently. Didn't really tell us too much other than what they're going to spend in the parks over the next 10 years, which was significantly right. more than what they spent over the last 10. Right. Parks, obviously, is the key cash flow contributor to this company, without a doubt, and will continue to be. But no I plans think a lot of, the, Mexico a lot of their, oh, that move down is also just because of confusion amongst investors and trying to right. understand the real story here when it comes to the other parts of the business. Are you talking about Hulu? Are you going talking there? about direct to consumer? What the cost of Hulu is going to be? They're now negotiating, or what that period is started with our parent company Comcast for their 33% stake, or roughly. Um, what happens to the future of ESPN? You're certainly not going to get, from what I hear, any leagues that are going to be your partner. But will, as you pointed out, will there be another partner? Of, right. Is that possible? They have the balance sheet to do it. I think people will misinterpret that their balance sheet has gotten better. I misinterpreted it. I thought their balance sheet wasn't nearly as good Here as Here you're talking about Disney. Disney. Their balance sheet their balance is better. Their balance sheet be much better than, than I had initially felt. I did not know how much they had rebuilt their coffers. 
So I'm not as fearful. Now you can say, well, yeah, of course, because you own the stock for the travel trust. But I, look, I don't understand the stock. The stock, the stock is just as if they are a pitiful, helpless giant and can do nothing right. And yet, if you have California great, if you have Beijing great, you know, you know Calif- Shanghai, China, Shanghai, Shanghai. Shanghai. If you have Shanghai great, you have California great, and you have Florida above 2019, and you have a better balance sheet. I don't understand the panic of the stuff. I mean, I think to David's point, uh, there's a bottleneck of deal flow that's sort of uh, interrupting the operations narrative. Hulu, ESPN, ABC. Uh, Got charter out of the way at least, but yeah. it is the third worst down name over 12 months. I know, you know, it is incredible. I keep thinking that Apple. Remember, Baumbacher was in the Apple presentation for the Vision Pro. Now, a lot of people are skeptical of the Vision Pro and its price, but why couldn't Apple be a, a good partner? They, they conceivably, you brought you brought it up a number of times. They could be for ESPN. It's unclear. I haven't heard much in terms of updating where they really are. And, no, we don't know. know. You've they, got. Uh, Kevin Mayer and Tom Staggs both in there helping to advise on these kinds right. of strategic opportunities. Obviously, they got day jobs too, but they are in there as well. At least we um, got uh, another meeting with SAG tomorrow and the AMPTP. Yep, with the actors, yeah. By the way, um, finally, guys, just real quick, I did want to add yeah, sure. uh, Horizon Amgen's closing tomorrow. We follow, follow this comp, uh, followed That's this deal very, very closely. Good deal for Amgen. Remember, of course, it had importance on the antitrust front. Unexpectedly faced opposition from the FTC, quickly overcame it. They did reach a settlement, which didn't really require much of Amgen because it wasn't planning on bundling anyway. Um, but that's going to close tomorrow. Uh, next, you know, maybe two to three weeks is what I'm hearing on CGen, Pfizer in terms of right. complying with the second request. And then obviously we're also uh, probably days, if not not more than a couple of weeks away from Microsoft Activision closing. So three right. of the biggest deals. One will close tomorrow, two more headed towards close very soon. You can raise numbers on Amgen when that deal closes. I think that's important. This is a very good franchise for them. And yeah. they were surprised that it was opposed given the fact that what happened is they offered a solution that was rejected and it was accepted because they were not doing. They weren't, Bob they weren't doing, doing what they were being Accused well, I mean, of, he was right. accused of being, he, yeah. of being a liar. That was one of the reasons why I said the FTC is overstepped. It's overstepped. As we go to break, let's watch Bonds again. Uh, five Fed speakers today. Oh, uh, Mester, uh, Kashkari, Bostic, Daly, uh, Barkin, uh, and Barr. Uh, you can see the 10-year still holding just below 472. Not a great open equity-wise. No. No. All sectors are red with the exception of healthcare, barely positive. We'll be right back. It's time for Jim and Stop Trading. One of the tougher situations out there right now is Linda Rendell's Clorox. They did have that hack. It looks like it's the same hack of the people who, uh, the scattered spider went after the casinos. What's difficult here is, first of all, the people, analysts did think they would still turn positive numbers, maybe mid-single digit organic, and it's just going to be down very badly. But second, the, ling- the lingo of the actual release makes it sound like that they haven't really gotten to the bottom of it yet which is one of the reasons why it's down more than it was initially, because if they haven't gotten the bottom of it, it's, then you're not going to get the snapback that a lot of people felt that could happen. I think she's a very good CEO. She's been very forward about what's happening. It's a terrific brand, but uh, obviously uh, people have said they can't get a handle on this thing. And if they can't get a handle on it, then it's hard to be able to say it's going to snap right back. Most impactful uh, cyber attack you've seen? I just think that you have to buy these cyber attack companies because this is one where Okta would tell you the great, you know, that's a self-identification company. That you have at Okta is something that Todd McKinnon came on and said, look, when you have these employees who are trusting 
and they help other employees, and you're imitating an employee when you're uh, a pos- you know, an imposter, uh, you'll give up the keys to the kingdom. So it really doesn't matter whether you have an Okta in there or whatever, but the idea is, is that maybe they'll go after someone else if you have the full suite, because it's just like that's the locked car versus the unlocked car in the, in the parking lot. Yeah, all that employee cyber training actually is for something. Just don't give up the information and just presume that the other person is not being honest. How about tonight? Okay, so I have the ridiculous constellation before there even is a conference call. The stock is down huge. Give me a break. It's wine and spirits this week. If they get rid of wine and spirits, a la what I think Elliot might look at their November 2nd meeting, you'll feel like a dope if you sell the stock here. Sean Connolly, there's the situation where the, the uh, estimates were beaten when it comes to the bottom line, but not the top line in the terms of sales. And then Levi is always controversial because, well, I mean, are people buying apparel? It's not clear. You mentioned Macy's. They need apparel sales to go up. That's a good show. A lot going yeah, it on. They just guess. Like swimming guess. in this stuff. Uh, we'll see you tonight, Jim. Yeah, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Mad Money, of course. We'll take a break here. Uh, market's down a little bit, trying to hold 42.50. Don't go anywhere. You've been listening to the opening bell on CNBC's Squawk on the Street. All opinions expressed by the Squawk on the Street participants are solely their opinions and do not reflect the opinions of CNBC, NBC Universal, or their parent company or affiliates, and may have been previously disseminated by them on television, radio, internet, or another medium. You should not treat any opinion expressed on this podcast as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy, but only as an expression of an opinion. Such opinions are based upon information Squawk on the Street participants consider reliable, but neither CNBC nor its affiliates and or subsidiaries warrant its completeness or accuracy, and it should not be relied upon as such. To view the full Squawk on the Street disclaimer, please visit cnbc.com forward slash Squawk on the Street disclaimer. This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. That's why FedEx offers you picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. FedEx Ground service is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively, FedEx. 